This call may be recorded or transcribed.
It's God we aim to please. We are declared victory. For 
It's God we aim to please. We are declared victory. For 
It's God we aim to please. We are declared victory.
Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Tormina the Finisher, who's on the line. Hi, it's Sunshine. Good morning. I'd like to put in a prayer request for my daughter, Ariane. She just got an operation on her knee, and she's in a lot of pain. Pain in the knee? Yes, her knee. Her name is Ariane. How do you spell it? A-R-E-O-N. Ariane, okay. One more. My other daughter, Adriel, she's due any day. Her name is A-D-R-I-E-L. She's been having a kind of a hard time with depression. Okay. Thank you. Uh Got it. You're welcome. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Tormina Finisher, who is on the line. Happy trying for Tuesday, everyone. Good morning. It's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Happy trying for Tuesday. Thank you. Same to you. Um, I'd like to get a prayer request. I have a doctor's appointment this morning, and I would just like for everything to be okay. 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 Thank you. Uh-huh. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Tormin the Finish, and I'm your greeting this morning. Anyone else want to say good morning? Thank you, Sister Tracy. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Happy trying for Tuesday. Thanks for calling in this morning. Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Tormenda Finisher, and I'm your greeter this morning. Anyone else want to say good morning? Happy Triumphant Tuesday, Tarina. It's Rochelle. I'm woke. <laughs> good morning, Rochelle. Good morning to you. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. Love you, sis. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. Declare Victory. Let's get it today. Have a good day. Have an awesome day. I follow behind Rochelle. This is her twin, activating, just glad in a new day. Hallelujah. Amen. Good morning, Dee Dee. Love you, sis. Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Tormin and the Finisher. I'm your greeter this morning. Anyone else want to say good morning? Do we have any first-time callers who want to say good morning? Good morning. Good morning. This is Diane. Diane, good morning to you. Happy trying for Tuesday. Happy trying for Tuesday to you. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Great, great, great. Like always, nice to hear you. Yeah, it's good to see a great Tuesday. 
<laughs> okay, okay. Karen, I'm going to unmute. <laughs> okay. Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning, God. Morning. Great morning, EK. Good morning, EK. Happy trying for Tuesday. Anyone else want to say good morning? Any other brothers, men want to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to the Claire Victory. This is Charmaine in the finishing. I'm your greeting this morning. Anyone else want to say good morning? Okay. I need everyone to please check your phone to make sure your phone is on mute. Again, it's time to get started. Please check your phone to make sure your phone is on mute. Hello, my name is Charmaine in the finishing, and I'm your host. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. Be sure to continue to join us throughout the month of July, where a monthly theme is entitled Transformation. All of the decoration will focus on the importance of being transformed by the Holy Spirit as we yield the will and plan of God in order to fulfill his purpose in our lives. There's one announcement today. There's no TNT Bible study tonight. We keep you posted on whenever we resume. There is no prayer request from the app, but we have two spoken prayer requests, and the first one is from Sunshine. Um, her daughter has surgery, and she's in a lot of pain. She had knee surgery. So please pray for her complete healing. Her name is Ariane. I'm going to lift her up in prayer for healing. Also, um, the other daughter um, is um, with depression. We want to pray for her. Also, also, I use Adele. And we have another prayer request from Susie. She has a doctor's appointment. Please lift her up today. The order of the call is prayer and corporate praise, Geraldine, declaration, Brother E.K. Then we go right to closing comments, hosted by Declare. I repeat, prayer and corporate praise, Geraldine, declaration, Brother E.K. Then we go right to closing comments, hosted by Declare. The scripture for today is from 2 Corinthians 5.17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask you to put your phones on mute until it starts to come off mute. I now pass the call over to the prayer word, Geraldine. Everyone, please have a blessed and safe day. Jesus loves you, and so do I. Good morning, everyone. Shall we bow our heads on this morning as we come in? And we just read the word of prayer for those that have been called out on this morning. Heavenly Father, we come. First of all, we want to say thank you for waking us up this morning and starting us on our way. Thank you for the activities of our lambs on this morning. God, you've been so good. You didn't have to do it, but you did. Thank you for all that you have done. Father God, as we reflect this morning, 
as we're starting our day, as we're headed out into the marketplace. Father God, help us to put on the full armor of God as we uh, prepare to dress. Father, I thank you right now as we begin this prayer. Father God, close out everything, whatever our minds were thinking, and we concentrate on you. Father, you are our author, the finisher of our faith on this morning. You are the beginning and the end. You are our first and last. On this morning, Heavenly Father, we come. There's many requests, some spoken and some unspoken. This morning, we're praying for Sister Sunshine and her two daughters on this morning, Ariana, who's had uh, knee surgery and Adele, who is dealing with um, various uh, things on this morning, preparing for birth and God, those that are dealing with uh, the hustle and bustle of life, stress, undoed. God, on this morning, we come. We lay them at the altar on this morning. We lay them at your feet. God, we're offering up our sacrifice of praise on this morning. And before I ask for anything, God, I want to thank you for everything. We repent this morning, Father God, for sins that we may have committed knowing and unknowingly. Father God, I'm coming this morning with our request from Sister Susie on this morning, realizing that you are the all-sufficient one. You are the doctor. You are the one that made us. You formed us while we were in our mother's womb. And God, you know everything there is to know about us. You know us from the crown of our head to the soles of our feet. So on this morning, Father God, as she enter into the doctor's room, that he will say, you're doing great. Amazing woman who has came so far, has dealt with many challenges, but God, on this morning, I know that you can do it. You promised us that you would never leave us, nor would you forsake us. So on this morning, we are offering this request up. God, I ask that you go in into the hospital rooms. On this morning, someone is headed into surgery. There's others that are already in the ICU wards and those that are in the emergency rooms to be seen. There's others that are still dealing with COVID. There's many today that are dealing with tragedies on every side. Father God, I'm asking that you look in on the Holt family, on the Prater family on this morning in the loss of loved ones. I'm asking that you continue to hold them by their hand. Father God, some mother, some father, some sister and brother are at a grave site right now, standing. Father God, in so many disasters all around, earthquakes and diverse places, storms, winds are blowing, but God, I know that you cause the storms at sea to cease. So on this morning, Father God, we offer these prayers up to you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for everything that you've already done. And if you don't do anything else, 
you've already done enough. On this morning, Father God, we just want to thank you. Father God, we're praying for this nation that seems to be reeling off the hook on this morning. We see our young people are stressed. We see those that are making decisions on their own. Father God, I'm praying that you take the wheel of the lives of those who would not submit into your hands. Father, somebody don't know you in the pardoning of their sins. I'm asking that you go in into the jail cells on this morning, Father God, someone that is behind prison walls, did not do the crime, but has been sitting for years. Father God, we're asking for early release for our friend, Brother Terry, on this morning. God, I know that you can do it. You promised us. You said, I won't let you down. So, God, we place these requests, and we leave them at the altar, not to take them back. God, I'm asking that you look in on those that are homeless and hopeless on this morning, those that have have been devastated, those that have been left without shelter. Someone is dealing with an unspoken request on this morning. They don't even know how to put it in words, but on this morning, God, you said, I know you. I know everything. I know it. And I'm asking you on today to release and let it go. Even as our brother is coming on this morning, I just want to thank you. And Father God, just adding the various diseases that we're dealing with, alcoholism, all types of allergies, aneurysms, anorexia, arthritis, asthma, back problems due to muscle contractions. There's so many that we can just keep going on and on. Cancers, specific cancers. I'm asking that you look in on the Jesus family. Brenty Marlene on this morning, Father God, as she stands at the gate. Even in her situation, God, I know that you are Jehovah Rapha. You are the one that heals. I know that you are Jehovah Nisi as we are waving our banner on this morning. Those that have uh, chronic fatigue syndrome and coronary artery disease, Crohn's disease, depression, diabetes, drug addiction, dyslexia, epilepsy eye problems, cataracts, and glaucoma on this morning, fibromyalgia. Father God, we've been, the list just goes on and on and on and on. But you said call those things that be not as though they were. Someone is dealing with memory loss and depression. But God, you said you are a heart fixer and you are mind regulator. You told us to remind you of the things that you promised that you would do it. Psalm 56 and 4, in God I trust without a fear. What can flesh do to us? God, I thank you. Second Timothy 1 and 7, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Proverbs 15 and 13 A merry heart makes 
a cheerful countenance, but by sorrow of the heart, the spirit is broken. Father God, we have people that are dealing with inflammation problems, blood issues. Teach us how to pray. Teach us what to say. Thank you. We repent on this morning. We forgive those who have wronged us, O oh God. You said to pray for those that despitefully use them, and we bless them on this morning, praying for all the men and women that share the gospel floor. Father, on this morning, I thank you. I thank you for declared victory. I thank you for our team of experts. I thank you for the one that is on the way. Brother E.K., Pastor Dawson on this morning, touch him with your finger of love. Father God, I pray that you anoint him from the crown of his head to the soles of his feet on this morning, that as the words begin to flow, that the waters that have been held back in our lives will break. We think that we know everything. But God, you said, I know everything there is to know about you. Let's remember those that are dealing with all types of muscle issues. Fibromyalgia. Tinnitus. Sciatica. So many people with sinus infections. We are in the summer months, but God, I thank you on today. We lift our hands you, God, in total adoration on this morning. You said before we go to you, you will go to your father as our representative. So please, on this morning, God, as I ask those that are on the line on this morning, do not sit quietly on your seats on this morning. Let us go in and offer Perhaps we did not call out that name, but you can. Everyone is given an opportunity to join in on this morning. So if you would, unmute your line and let's go in before God and let's go in and tarry for those things that we need on this morning. Let's set the room ablaze. Let us Please. set the floor. Hallelujah. We thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Thank you. 
to break down the walls that we have built up. We can do all things to the Lord, but we can do all things to the Lord, but we can do all things to the Lord, but we can do all things to the Lord, but we can do all things to the Lord, but we can do all things to the Lord, but we can do all things to the Lord, but we can do all things to the Lord, but we can do all things to the Lord, but we can do all
a young man, 33 years old, just lost his mom. Uh, so uh, keep us in prayer. And uh, uh, can you hear me okay? Jerry, can you hear me okay? Anybody, can you hear me okay? You're clear, sir. I'm clear. Okay, cool, 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 cool. All right, all right. Um, <laughs> thank you so much. Uh, amen. So I thank you for fervent prayer. And, you know, sometimes, uh, I, I, uh, some days, you get stuck listening to the prayer uh, and as well as the corporate prayer jumping in. And it is a great way to start your day spiritually. Um, I find uh, that when you get up just a little early and you have a little talk with Jesus or meditate or uh, converse with the master or turn on some worship music, uh, it really, really, really transforms your day. And uh, thank you for transforming my life with prayer, changing my life with prayer. Uh, not that I didn't do it before, but uh, just to go to different realms uh, in prayer and diff different ways to grow. So thank you so much, uh, Declaring Victory, uh, for that. Um, I found uh, our, our, our uh, topic or our transformation, uh, I found it really interesting because a lot of times the Lord will speak to you in the strangest ways via the text, via the Word of God. Um, and I want to go uh, in in the book in uh, where our sword uh uh, which is the word of God, uh, and find out there was a text that just uh, arrested me. And so I want to share it with you in our talk about transformation, in our talk about transformation. And many of you uh, may know this this story, but I found many of you in this story. And uh, if you just drink from it, it has some real good pot liquor, as my daddy would call it, some real good pot liquor to drink. Uh, in there. Uh, and so if you go to the book of John, uh, the 11th chapter, uh, the 27th, I mean, the uh, 17th through the 27th verse, it's the, the famous story of, um, of, of Lazarus, of Lazarus. Uh, and Lazarus um, had already been in the tomb, you know, for four days, and now Bethany, uh, less than two miles away from Jerusalem, and many Jews had uh, come to Mary and Martha to comfort them for their loss of their brother. Uh, and when Martha had heard that Jesus was coming by, she sent, she went out uh, to meet him. Uh, and But Mary, she stayed at home. Uh, Lord, Martha said to Jesus, if you had have been here, my brother would not have died. But I know that even now, God will give you whatever you ask, right? Uh, remember that that's important. I know that God I know that even now God will give you whatever you ask. And Jesus said to her, your brother will raise again. And Martha answered, I know he will raise again in the resurrection of the last day. But Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and I am the life. Uh, and the one that believes in me will live. And even through that and through they die, even though they die, and whoever lives believing in me will never die. Do you believe this? And she replied immediately, yes, Lord, uh, she replied. And I believe that the Messiah, that you are the Messiah, the Son of God, 
who has come into the world. And I also believe that 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 same scripture. Moving down to 38, uh, Jesus once more uh, deeply moved and came to the tomb. This is verse 38, skipping down. Uh, it was a cave uh, with the stone laid across it in the entrance. And uh, take away the stone, he said. But the Lord said to Martha, the sister uh, of the dead man, by this time, there is a bad odor from, you know, having been there in four days. And then Jesus said, I didn't tell you if you believe, you will see the glory of God. So they took away uh, the stone. And then Jesus looked up and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. And I know that you always hear me. But I said, for the benefit of the people that are standing around, that they may believe that you sent me. And when he, when he had said this, Jesus called with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And the dead man came out with his hands and feet wrapped with stripes of linen and the clothing around his face. And Jesus said to them, take off your grave clothes and let him go. So we've heard this in Sunday school. We've heard this preached in and out and over and over. But this applied to me, and this, I think, uh, is profitable uh, and applies to you because at some point in time before uh, this transformation, going into the cocoon and coming back out a butterfly, we have to die to something. I said we have to die. We have to die to something. And because we die, uh, and and as we die, the things that are inside of us die also, so that we can go ahead and have a brand new life, so that we can be better than what we were before, so we can intentionally, intentionally be regenerated, be renewed, and be born again. Uh, and that's part of our transformation. I think that is it is it is so. So 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 important. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump on the back of the text and then go back to the front of the text because I think it applies it applies to us in our day to day life. Um, as as I go all the way back to like uh, verse 27, she said, "Yes, Lord." She replied, "I believe that you are the Messiah and the Son of God, and that you have come into the world." And that's so true. If you really believe that God I mean, that Jesus is the Messiah and that he came to save the world. But moreover, if everybody, wherever you are, you don't have to take your phones off mute, but wherever you are, just say your name out loud. Just say your name out loud. Go ahead. One, two, three. Uh, EK. So if everybody, without taking your phone off mute, he came to save who you just yelled your name. He came to save and to transform you. He came to give you life and life more abundantly. He came so that you could be a brand new being, a brand new person, a renewed you, a refreshed you, a revived you, a transformed you, so that you can lose your stinking thinking, you can lose your trifling ways, so that you can be regenerated and that those things can die and be buried and be regenerated and new or transformed again. I once was a liar, but God transformed my tongue, right? 
so that I could speak his truth, his spiritual truth, and that I could speak honestly. And sometimes that's hard for some of us to accept because if you're a straight shooter, uh, we're like, oh, you're rude, or oh, you this. No, I'm just speaking truth. He, got, he transformed my tongue, right? I, I put on the helmet of salvation, you know what I mean? So then now I'm protected because Satan comes to steal your mind, but he can renew and repurpose and fix your mind. Have, 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 you know what is amazing to me is that you could take a whole bunch of plates that you drop or you have some uh, different things that are around the house, or even a mirror or some old uh, glass beads or whatever else, and God can take that and make a brand new mosaic. And he took something that was broken and messed up or figured that it didn't have any use for any longer, and we could take that and make a beautiful mosaic of your life. And that's transformation, that he transforms your life and repurposes and uses it and makes it even more, uh, this bad English, more better, <laughs> but more beautiful and transform you. And then we see this uh, in this life because Mary and Martha, who believed in, in the Lord, Mary and Martha, you know, uh, uh, um, one was bold, one was uh, uh, more subtle one was, uh, but they but they believed in the Lord. But they had in this text, they had uh, a transformation. And then the Lord says out loud for those that are standing around and those that they would believe that they could see. So I say this for the people that are standing around, so that they would know that you can change them. And all you got to do is open your mouth and trust and believe and know that the Lord can change you. Oh, my past, I was a schemer. I was a plotter. I was a, uh, I was a root worker. I was a booster. I was, it doesn't matter because all that stuff goes and you go into the tomb like Lazarus. And then you sit there and you're like, Lord, you forgot about me. I'm dead. And matter of fact, I'm sinking. And I've been in a place, I've been in a place where I was absolutely stinking in my sin but yet he transformed me, but yet he came. Uh, there's an old, old song in the Baptist church that says, uh, from out of nowhere, Jesus came and he found me. And I'm so glad, so glad that he did. Uh, and I was just sitting over there and then he came and came into my life and he stepped in. And what happens is if you allow him to come into your life and transform your life, to, to, to take it and, like I said, make a beautiful mosaic out of your life with those broken pieces. Uh, you could take those. The good thing about it is he could take those broken pieces because you don't ever have to worry about broken promises because he's a keeper of his word. So verse 25 and uh, 25b and 26, the one who believes in me will live. And even though they die, whoever lives, by believing in me will never die. So Jesus pressed harder in, in that phrase, even through that they die, they will live. And then he used the word dead uh, in the literal and physical sense, and the word live in the spiritual sense, that even if a person uh, dies physically, as we, in the case of Lazarus, you know, or in the case of, of, of me spiritually, then he or she will will live forever spiritually based on their belief in Christ, in Christ Jesus. And that's the part that's amazing to me because that is transformation. Hey, do, you, do you remember when you had acne real bad in junior high school? <laughs> and then you had junior
you have, and then next thing you know, somewhere you went down uh, to Alabama, Arkansas, Mississippi, and then came back, and then you blossomed or transformed. Uh, you may not have been. Uh, 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 you may have been straight up and down. Then next thing you know, uh, you given a Coke bottle from competition. Something happens when you get transformed. Uh, all of a sudden, uh, fellas, we walk away and then we 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 so skinny, our pockets are touching. And next thing you know, you come back and then all of a sudden, uh, arms and legs and muscles and and your and your acne clears up and you you get your braces off. That's transformation. That's real life. Uh, 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 transformation. And that's what he's trying to do, even in this text uh, with Mary and Martha, because some stuff, again, that we absolutely have to let die. And he says to you, so that you know that I am the resurrection and I am the life. That's John uh, 1125, right? So the phrase following the uh, the, the the same thing uh, in reverse. Anyone who believes in Jesus will physically, uh, uh, while physically alive, as Lazarus believed in him, will never die spiritually. In other words, the person of faith uh, has eternal hope that goes beyond the grave, right? And all this, it makes sense in, in hindsight, but for Martha, uh, full of grief over the loss, you know, for the entire matter, uh, that may seem hopeless, confusing, uh, perhaps she wondered why Jesus uh, was, you know, <laughs> uh, kind of uh, just taking so long, you know, uh, when he really needed uh, to, you know, when she was really uh, needed was some, you know, sympathetic ear, a shoulder to cry on. Uh, but little did she not realize that Jesus would soon provide her with a source of comfort uh, that would blow her mind beyond her wildest dreams. And she went to God sincerely uh, on that on behalf because here they are, they their brother, uh, which I'm, uh, I I don't know if it's in the text, but it, it appears that it's their only brother uh, that their brother now has died. And we grieve sometimes uh, over the death of situations and people and everything else when realizing that actually if we just go ahead and let it die or let it go, if we go ahead and let whatever that is that is not like Christ or that is stopping us from getting to our full potential or getting to our maximum capacity of something, we've got to let that thing go. We've got to allow that thing to die. Uh, it, it's just like uh, 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 when somebody has a desire uh, to stop smoking. And then all of a sudden they stop. They they attain that victory, which is great, which is a, a great accomplishment. But then they can be reborn. Their health can be reborn. They they they. But what happens is sometimes we we uh, let a situation that comes back that may be tragic or tumultuous uh, to us, and then we go and we pick that habit back up. But because we believe in Christ, because we have learned to let it go, let it die, then the Old has now gone away, and now, behold, all things become new. But all you got to do is trust him. All you got to do is trust him in these situations. Yes, Lord, she replied, I believe that you are the Messiah and the Son of God, and come into this world. And the Gospel of John is full of situations where people respond uh, with you know, varying ways, uh, something that Jesus said or did. And sometimes the response 
was in faith, but sometimes the response was uh, that of confusion and downright disbelief. Uh, this gives us a chance to think about our own response to Jesus, our very own. In this particular case, Martha serves as a model of faith as she faces the loss. The, despite her grief, you know, despite her confusion, you know, she seems to have a more closer and genuine understanding of Christ's identity and the other characters in John in the story at any point before Jesus' resurrection. And that's John uh, uh, 20, 30, and 31, which indicates that the gospel was written to lead the reader into to believing that Jesus is the Messiah and the Son of God. Martha's words here closely echo John's, uh, that he states his objective, although it seems doubtful that she has fully understood the implication of her own words. As a faithful Jew of her day, Martha probably uh, believed that the Messiah would come and that would deliver Israel from all political bondages. And so she also, uh, she may also have thought that the Christ would be the son of God. And in the same sense, the great king of the Jews, which was sometimes called uh, the son of God, which is in, in the Old Testament. Uh, it is amazing. It is amazing. Uh, the stories in the Gospel of John and in this text uh, that we die and then once we die, we're buried and we think it's over. We think uh, we mourn the loss and the loss and the loss and the loss of material things, of things that are really absolutely insignificant. But because we believe in Jesus the Christ, because he has refreshed us, renewed us, revived us, and because of the miracles that we have seen him do, if we opened up the, the line right now for testimony service and everybody started talking about the miracles uh, that Jesus has done to transform their lives, the Bible, even the book of John, is full of nothing but miracles, miracle after miracle after miracle. And so he's proven that he is the resurrection. He's proven that he is the life. But now all we got to do is go ahead and accept. But bigger than that, all we got to do is answer the call when he calls our name. Because when he calls our name, that lets us know that we've gone from death to life, and now we are truly transformed. All we got to do is answer the call that when he calls our name or hear when he calls our name, and that comes with having a solid relationship, and that comes with knowing his voice, not the voices, not the clamor, not the noise of, of the street, not the noise of the world, not the noise of, the, of everything else, of the families and this and that. We've got to know his voice. So hear him when he calls our name. And when he calls our name, we take off our bedclothes, our grave clothes, take off all those things, uh, uh, and now we live. So the things that have a hindered, that was wrapped up in death, now we can take those off. And just like the cocoon, just like the butterfly, just like going through the process. While he was dead, the, the process had already been, is being perfected. And then he calls our name. Uh, and he tells us, take away the stone, he said. Uh, but the Lord said to Martha and the sister, sister of the dead man, by this time, there's a bad odor for he had been in there for four days. And it opens the tomb. And opening the tomb is such a serious matter. Uh, but, but here it is. Martha 
was not eager to agree with Jesus' request because four days had passed because there was doubt. So she didn't believe, even though she believed on him, she believed in him, but there was there was a doubt. Uh, and because she thought about the body had started to decompose and the decomposition uh, was a big deal with her. But what we see, uh, we don't have any limits in our faith. So Martha fully believed that Jesus should have healed Lazarus uh, of his sickness and prevented his death, right? But in their faith, they could not imagine what was about to happen for them, and the resurrection was a future event, a promised time when God's righteous people would raise from the dead, right? And he says to them, then Jesus said, did I tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? And again, I say, as I begin to close, he's already got and holds the keys to death and hell. And he's already got the, the, the keys to death and hell and, and already made a way. So here it is. All you got to do is shake up your grave clothes, hear your name, and respond for your transformation. So what needs to die in your life? That's the relevant question. What needs to die and then so that you can come forth like a whole new creation, like a whole new creature, like a whole new person. What needs to die so you can get your do-over? What needs to die in you? This is the relevant question. What do you need to let go? What do you need to give back to God so that you can be repurposed, renewed, refreshed? What is it inside of you that goes that will allow you, or what is it that is stopping your transformation? Right? Lord, I believe, but help my my unbelief. We've got to give it totally, absolutely, 100% to God. And then he begins to call your name. And when he calls your name, you come forth like a whole new person, transformed, renewed, refreshed, revived, uh, uh, ready to go, ready to serve, ready to be used. And then the best you can absolutely come forth and you can absolutely be blessed by the word of our Lord because he has now called your name and you have a whole new name. You have a whole new spirit and you have fully, fully been transformed. Amen. 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 Uh, so perhaps today there's somebody uh, that didn't get an opportunity to say hello or good morning. We'll do that, and then we can go into a few minutes of love, light, and victory. Amen. Anybody want to say good morning? Good morning. It's Krishanda. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. What an awesome declaration. God bless you. God bless you. Good morning. Good morning, sir. Good morning. This is Lyle. Uh, I've enjoyed you this morning. Thank you very much for that. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Brother Lyle. Deacon Henderson. Amen. Good morning, Ms. Leomia. Thanks for that great declaration this morning. Praise God. Praise God. Good morning, Sister Lisa. God bless everyone on the call. Great declaration. Powerful. Man of God. God. Thank you so much. God bless. God God bless you. you. Hey, hey. (laughs) 
Good morning, this out. Uh, great decoration. Great that. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, morning PR. Great. It was it was two people. I, I didn't hear the name. Yeah. Good morning. Good morning, Great Declaration PR. Great job. Good morning. Good morning, E. How you doing? Good morning. Good morning. Hey, what's up, my brother? All is well. And there was another person right right above, right below you with a very soft voice. This is Monica. Thank you for the declaration. Good Good morning, morning. Monica. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you so much. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, um, Brother Ikeas. Maximo, great declaration. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Praise good God. morning. Good morning. This is Didi. That was great. Love you. Love you too, Didi. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Declare victory. God bless you all this morning. Amen. My brother, John. Good morning, Yvette. Good morning, Yvette. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Oh, praise God. Good morning. Excellent decoration. Thank you. Praise God. Thank you. Thank you. Your name? Jacqueline. Oh, good morning, Jacqueline. Good morning. Anybody else? Anybody else? Good morning, brother, minister, sir, um, my friend. (laughs) (laughs) God bless you. I'm well. I'm well. All right. Praise good God. morning, and Kay. This is Diane. Great declaration. Praise God. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Minister E.K. It's Christina Joy. Great declaration. Good morning, Christina Joy. Good morning. Praise God. Anybody else? All right. Well, at that this point, any questions or anything about the about the the lesson or anything about uh, this? Uh, or anybody want to add to the lesson and help us and build on on what we already talked about? Yeah, I would like to say, amazing share, PK. Thank you for just a reminder. Um, You had me, this is Didi, you had me when you talked about transformation like the summer. You may be like, I was short believe it or not, and then I think sixth or seventh grade, I had a sprout, went to Arkansas, came back. Everything you mentioned, that transformation is real. You go from a boy to a man or a girl to a woman, but you really do have to to trust God for all of it. So I thank you, and I love when you share. Have an awesome day, man of God. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. And, you know, the one thing that I didn't get it, that I I was not trying to uh, preach per se uh, but if I was to preach, uh, <laughs> my clothes would have been uh, in this that is that really, really blesses me is verse 44 is the dead man came out with his hands and his feet uh, stripped with linen and the clothes around his face. Right. And then Jesus said to them, take off the grave clothes and let him go. Right. I love that part. I love that part because now he is fully transformed 
and he is ready to go. We, and you don't hear anything about uh, the decomposition. You don't hear about whatever it is or the cost that, that came with him having to die or whatever else. And what happens is uh, uh, Dion, who I love, uh, I love when she talks about the process. Uh, and this is one of those things, just like the transformation, is part of the process. Amen. Amen. Anybody else? Hi, it's Krishanda. Thank you again for your declaration. Um, one of the things I heard, um, I um, love it. Um, when you, I was hearing, um, no more dead man walking when God, God calls your name and you can hear him. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Yes, Going Lord. back on mute. God bless you. Thank you yes. so much. Yes, Lord. Thank you for your share. Hallelujah. Praise God. Anybody else? Anybody else? Good morning. This is Mary. I was a little bit late getting on, so forgive me for that. So I was wondering if you could give me the scriptures. Uh, sure. Absolutely. It It is uh, uh, from John, the book of John, Gospel of John, uh, 11, mm-hmm. chapter 11, verses 17 through 27. Okay. Thank you. And, and verses, mm-hmm. same chapter, verses 38 through 44. Okay. Yeah, and and uh, the main focus was, you know, starting at forty. Okay. All right. What I did hear, though, I really appreciate. So, close God bless you. Amen. Praise God. Thank you so much. Thank you. This is Monica. You know what's so powerful about this uh, verse for me is he said, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth on me, though he be, he were dead, yet shall shall he live. And then later called him by his name. I thought about the fact that if he didn't call him by his name, that everything dead that was in him would have probably got up right. the grave. Right. It, it's just um, how he acts. He got. He rolled his own stone back, which was an indication to me that there is some things in, that goes on in our lives that, like you said earlier, that we have to work on, or that we have that has to die within us so that we could be, that we can live and be transformed. Absolutely. Absolutely. Ek, one Thank of the you. things. Um, that blessed me when you were um, mentioning that he talked about death in the literal and then he talked yes. about life in the spiritual and it, it just it just reminded me that um, you know how sometimes when you read a verse and you know you go back and read the same verse and then you read it like a month later or whatever and it means something totally different to you it's like even his words and how he explains things are transformed transformational you know because i never really thought about that that was literal it's like i knew it you know just in my conscious but in my subconscious but just to be able to think about you know even the explanation of what he's saying though he were dead yet he shall live it's like wow it went from literal to spiritual right while he was explaining right right great 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 point great point appreciate the, the feedback 
Hey, Minister East Chaos Rochelle. Um, I believe in that same passage. It talks about how Jesus wept because of their unbelief. Lazarus didn't have to do nothing but lay there. But right. just the fact that how Jesus cared for him and the belief of his sisters when she really got the notion, oh, what am I tripping off of? It's the resurrection. Why right. wouldn't I believe? And how right. he just called forth his name. Sometimes, uh, not even sometimes, but most of the times and all the times, we have to believe for somebody else. So that just felt I was just like, oh, my God, yes, Jesus even wept because of the people's unbelief. So imagine how he feels when we don't trust him and we don't believe who he is. But he constantly over time and time again shows who he is. He's not a man that she, he shall lie, nor the son of man that he shall repent. But if he said it, shall he make it good? So if he call for us, we just have to believe, not just for ourselves, but for somebody else. I just thought that was uh, pretty dope how he, you know, wept even um, just for the sake of his friend and for Martha and the people's unbelief. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and it, and it showed his, his human nature and his human side uh, for the loss of the friend. And, and Jesus really was attempting to push Martha's understanding to a deeper level, you know, is really what it, really what it was. As he also through this text, he pushes us, to for our understanding for an actual deeper deeper level a deeper level in faith a deeper level so that we could be uh, uh affected because then we see uh uh the dead raised we it's the difference between knowing it uh believing it and then seeing it so yeah that's that part yeah <laughs> Hallelujah. Anyone else before we? Hey, EK. It's Baby. I just wanted to say, I think about grief. You know, everybody that really knows me know how much grief I've dealt with in my life. But I also think about this story, and it really reminds me just how much you love someone. And when they pass, you go through that. You go through a metamorphosis because, when you think about it, you mentioned your pastor losing his mom this morning and at 33 years old, that's how old Armani is, 33. So I could wow. imagine that, right? So I'm going to be praying for your pastor. I've been, you know, keeping up with, with your church because you're my other church as well. But just imagine that. And, you know, what people tell you not to mourn, but when you think about Jesus mourning and what you, he cried for his friends. Be mindful of that when people grieve, because grief is so personal. It's so different for everybody, and everybody processes it differently. So I know we're not supposed to mourn like the world. I get that. But it's so much love. And when somebody that you love leaves, you have to right. have a right to mourn that, that person. So let your pastor know he has, I'm, I'm lifting him up, because he's the same as my baby. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and uh, I've learned, based on your statement, I've learned uh, uh, under the umbrella of pastoral care, uh, not to say to people, oh, I know exactly how you feel. No, you don't. <laughs> no, no, you don't. Yeah, because the relationship that, that people have is is different. Everybody's relationship is different. You know what I mean? Uh, so I've learned uh, under that umbrella to not because grief is such a funny, uh, funny, funny thing, you know. Uh, but I've learned to choose my words and just use the ministry of of presence. Uh, and then God would direct you in where to go and how to go. Amen. 
yeah. So any anybody else? Uh... Ek, one last thing. This is Lyle again. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. I, I heard I heard the the lady saying that you know we're not supposed to mourn like the world, um, but there is a mourning that that the Bible speaks of because even in the Old Testament uh, they gave them ninety days to mourn, and um, and even in Matthew it said blessed are they that mourn. So yes. there is a there is a, a mourning season as Ecclesiastes says. There's a season for all things. So it's not that you are not allowed to mourn. Um, but, um, but I, I like what she said, you know, that we don't mourn like the world, but, you know, to tell somebody don't cry or tell them, you know, to cheer up or whatever, it's like, that's so inaccurate, you know? Right. Right. And, and sometimes we say that because we don't know exactly what to say, but, uh, in some cases that can, uh, that can actually be, uh, insensitive, you know? Uh, so that's why I was saying when you say, Oh, I know exactly how you feel. I lost my mother. You know what I mean? Uh, I get that. We say that out of that, but uh, the Lord can also uh, transform your vocabulary and your approach, you know, of what to say and when to say, because uh, it is such a uh, uh, difficult uh, and sensitive uh, area. But I I agree with both of you. Thank you for your uh, wonderful insights. Hey, this is Lisa. Great declaration, Brother E.K. Lisa. I was just going to address that little part right there. Okay. It's not so much that we don't mourn like the world. We're not talking about externals. The externals that we see people going through is based on our experiences, our personality, how we're made up. Some people cry. Some people don't. Some people yeah. are really super emotional. Some people are not. So it's not the externals when we say right. we don't mourn like the world. We don't mourn like the world without hope. Right. Of the resurrection. <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah. We have hope of the resurrection. That's our, our difference. Because the, when when the world dies and they don't have Christ, that's it. <laughs> we we do have hope. So it's not that we don't cry. It's not that we don't have, go through what we go through and feel what we feel because we're human beings. Um, and I love that compassion that Christ had because he had compassion. And thank you, Phil, for saying that about, um, you know, about crying for them, not believing. I see it as him having compassion on the condition of um, them not knowing, right? They didn't know and didn't understand, but they would at one point recognize. Not only that, he also had compassion because they were sad. They lost their brother, so they believed. So great share, sir. Just wanted to add that. Thank you so much. Bless you. Good, good, great perspective from everybody. Thank you for uh, adding to the lesson and helping uh, shape the lesson by your comments. Amen. Praise God. So as we prepare to go, any other comments before we? Uh... Amen. Amen. Well, amen. I thank you for uh, um, uh, being a, a wonderful listening audience, and thank you for uh every week and every day for those of you that are that are on the call. Father, we thank you in Jesus' name. We ask now that we would have an exceptional day, that we would have the best day, and that we would have a blessed day, God. God, that we would go uh, wherever to our, make it to our destination, uh, whether it be work or, or whether we have the day off or whatever our situation is, that you uh, surround us, that angels would be dispatched to go with us and before us and make easy and successful our ways, and that we would celebrate victories today like never before and lord that you would transform our thinking transform our lives transform our minds and our hearts lord god so that we would look and be a reflection of you and your grace 
and your mercy, uh, and that grace and mercy and all those wonderful attributes will go before us, Lord God. Bless us now as we go and bless every person under the sound of my voice, Lord God, and in my heart. In Jesus' name we pray. Be blessed and have a great day. Go in peace. Have a great day, everyone. God bless you, E.K. Have a blessed day. Declare victory. Have a blessed day, everyone. Have a blessed day, everybody. Have a great day. Have a blessed day, everyone. Have a blessed day, everyone.